The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. Hey, this is WWE superstar Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers. This is WWE superstar Zack Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona. And you're listening to the Eyes Up Here podcast starring the queen of extreme. Francine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were plugging our podcast, the major wrestling figure podcast. Oh, man, I'm sorry. You know, I get really flustered anytime I think about or talk about Francine. She was my high school crush, you know. You're 34 years old, and she's still your crush. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Enjoy the show. This is Eyes Up Here, and you're listening to the 2019 Eyes Up Here Christmas Spectacular. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and every single week I'm joined by my tag team partner, the one and only Queen of Extreme, Francine, here on the Queen's Extreme Podcast. Francine, Christmas is coming, and we are so happy to have you here this week on Eyes Up Here. Deck the halls with bells of holly. La, 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 la. Are we going to get copyright strike for that? La, la, oh, la, we're not on YouTube, right? If we, if we, um, well, we, we have to sing it out of tune, so la, la, la. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, Yes, I'm I'm not ready. I'm not ready, but I will get ready for the holidays. Um You're running right out of time. Now, actually, right now, um I am before we started uh filming today, I made a big pot. I'm going to okay, I'm going to call it sauce today. It's gravy. Are you Italian? <laughs> yes, Are you I am. Okay. Yes. Do you call it gravy or sauce? So, my grandma calls it gravy. Okay. My wife's mother called it gravy. Okay. Um, I just tend to call it sauce, but I'm uh, very used to the gravy. Okay. We call it gravy. We've yeah. always called it gravy. Um, I, I, I actually had this debate with a lot of Twitter followers, um, <laughs> and we go back and forth all the time. And so I looked it up, and if it has meat in it, it is a gravy. I always cook my meatballs. I fry them first and then mm-hmm. I put them, them in the- I make everything fresh. It's the right. fresh gravy. I don't use can like the, uh, what is it? Ragu or anything like that. Yeah. No fault to you. If you do, I like to make it fresh. So, um, I usually fry my meatballs and then I put them in my gravy, make it gravy today. I made sauce. No, no meat <laughs> because, uh, I'm having a dinner party tomorrow, which is Saturday which today is Monday in your world, people, but Uh, it's really Friday here. Um, I'm having uh, one of my best friends and her husband over tomorrow. We're having a sleepover. We do a gift exchange. It's really fun. We we usually do it every year. And I'm making eggplant parmesan. Oh, very nice. Yes. So before I started here, I was peeling garlic, chopping onions. Oh, man. I'm sure that smells fantastic, though. My house smells amazing right now. It smells so good. But I had to do the sauce first and let it cool and then when i'm done with you and get the kids from school i then have to fry up three eggplants and then start assembling my masterpiece and then so tomorrow all i have to do is put it in the oven and um have a salad and very nice it will be delicious and i have my the wine is chilling and oh it's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend yeah and i and in you know the eyes up here universe it's monday but uh, yes. a couple days ago on friday 
we had a lot of friends come over for our little Christmas party. So it's uh, the, it's a great time of the year for that. Uh, I really like doing things on my turf, so it's uh, it's it's nice to not have to go many places. You love not going anywhere. I love going nowhere. I love going upstairs here and uh, enjoying. I did a great alcohol run way back in the past on Friday. I did this large alcohol run and I uh, got the everything chilling upstairs. Got the, uh, uh-huh. the old, got the white claw. We got the wine, and I I'm a Rolling Rock beer drinker. So yeah. you come to my house and you drink beer, and if you're not having Rolling Rock, sorry, you gotta bring your own. Okay. Just the way to it's just the way to breaks go. Gotcha. Well, um, I don't know if I can actually have a drink. I got my blood work done yesterday, so okay. I'm waiting waiting for the results for the the liver. Um, you know, because my numbers were mm-hmm. in the two two fifty range, two fifty one to be exact. Um, I might have a glass of wine. I might just say F it and and be festive because what you know what what can one glass of wine do to me? But, Here, see, um, look, here's proof. Oh wait, I wrote it backwards. backwards. Thinking it was, I, I wrote it backwards, thinking it was going to come out backwards. Today is Monday. <laughs> Today is Monday. All right. Can I get some skill here? I thought it was going to come out backwards. I did both. You are phenomenal. Well, let's let's talk about what I'm going to do on New Year's Eve. Yeah, let's talk, talk about talk, it. Talk about festive. I'm going to get a pap smear. Oh, I'm sorry. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Not oh, New Year's Christmas. Eve. Okay. Christmas wow, that's Eve. even more. That's even more. Festive. Even better. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said New Year's Eve. I don't do anything on New Year's Eve, really, um, except hang with my family. But um, yeah, Christmas Eve was the only opening my gynecologist had. Lovely. <laughs> so I had right. to get it in before the end of the year. So I was like, well, I'll take it. So yeah, Christmas Eve. Good old pap smear. Hey, you know what? Uh, it's it's and this is the time of the year you spend with the ones that you love and the people who take care of you. And there my, you, you go. And <laughs> my gynecologist is very nice. He's a, he's a nice man. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's what I'm doing Christmas Eve. And then nice. uh, we're not hosting Christmas Day. We're actually going to my nieces. So okay. that'll that'll be nice. And we're bringing we all bring a um you know a side dish or whatever. Nice. So. I'm making Italian green beans with oil and garlic and very nice cold, cold green beans. They're really good. Yeah. Um, mm, no, I love. See, I love all the stuff that you cook because that's. I mean, we do it's a full blown, you know, Italian Christmas. It's lasagna. It's mm. you know, ziti. It's it's all that good stuff. Oh, you know, it. nothing against anybody who does your turkeys and you know whatever else. Nothing. I just it's got to be liquidy and red, <laughs> and sauce. <laughs> For my uh, uh, for my uh, Christmas dinner, and I, uh, I'm excited for that. My wife's making chicken parm that we're bringing to oh, my yeah. house. So good stuff. Yeah, like it. sounds like it's going to be a good time. Um, my kids are very excited. They're we have a um, I, I it's not an Advent wreath. It's like a Christmas tree. It has all the little pockets with mm-hmm. the numbers, with the days to the top. And every morning they run down, they pull it out, and they stick it up there, and they give me the countdown. And I'm like, yeah, it's coming. That's great. So it's yeah, they're they're super excited about. Hey, it. and before we move further, we just want to acknowledge that we are live here on video that we're recording yeah. for our eyes up here Patreon page. That you know, look, I mean, I, I hate to tell you, if you're missing out, you're missing. Not only did Francine steal my hat gimmick that she's wearing oh, the exact hat that I normally would have worn, but I am wearing a very festive New York Mets uh, Santa hat here. So I'm wearing I just a girl want everybody hat. to see that. <laughs> I'm wearing a woman's hat. So it's if you wear this hat, Chad, something's wrong with Come you. Come on, but it's the same um, style. Come on, look, I got the cool style. You have a baseball cap on. I have a very chic black 
uh, J-Lo type of hat. It is very J-Lo. You, did, you wore it once before. I did wear it once. I wear it when I really don't feel like doing anything to myself. <laughs> I did put makeup on today, though. So I, you know, I did that much. But um, my hat's very stylish. I like it. That's great. Um, but you you look very festive. Um, Thank you. I, I want it to. I really... I said, what can I do? And then I said, should I make a, should I make something to wear? Should, then I ran out of time. I was like, oh, forget it. So I had Halloween down and now you have the Christmas crown. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And I was actually, I was looking for this cause I wanted to wear it the, uh, the other, the other night on Friday night, you know, at my uh, dinner party that we had at our house. So it's good timing that I found it. I wish I had a Phillies one. Oh God. Right well, the only thing that works with that is that it would be red. So yes, it would. But be right. my my hate for the Phillies is is a little. It's at an all time low right now. So okay. until the season starts, it's going to go back to an all time high. Right now, it's at an all time low because these Nationals fans here in the Washington area are still celebrating their championship. So Phillies low on the radar. Once opening day comes, it'll be back at a hundred. Well, uh, speaking of um, things that we wear, I happen to have on a territory wrestling T shirt. Ooh, look it's at that a one! New one. I like that. Yeah, honor the past, create the future. Um, only on TerritoryWrestlingTees.com, which is a sponsor of Eyes Up Here. Yes. We do have uh, two shirts for the uh, podcast up there, and several shirts are going to be made shortly. Um, so please give it a look and uh, support your local wrestling, indie wrestling. Um, and support us by buying a shirt. Yeah, absolutely. And not only, and don't, do not, do not miss the fact that there's a woman's shirt and that's a big deal. I did design shirts just for women. Like I said before, I, you know, I always wanted to wear the boys shirts, but I never liked the way they fit me. I like the little tighter, show your curves off. And, and that's what I told Dan. I was like, I want to have something for the ladies out there so you can get a man's version and you can get a women's version the women's version is in pink uh with the barbed wire and the and the men's version is black and white so it's a it's it's cute and guys we know you're getting christmas money in a couple days here so get yourselves ready to go on a shopping spree right in time for the new year so you can go into your new year's party looking all fancy schmancy and have your eyes up here t-shirts men and women's shirts and then coming soon the tmpt empire shirts we're in the final stages of design and then those (laughs) will be uh ready to go but uh very uh, very excited for that it's going to be a big year on tap we've been talking about how you know there's going to be some cool content coming to the empire maybe coming up with some new ideas and it's really like the last few months have been such an awesome ride just doing this show and incorporating the jj dylan show and also kind of you know just seeing this list of stuff we've had with the interviews and then and the the, the Shane Douglas show like it's been a whirlwind last half of the year and I'm just I'm so pumped for 2020 so get the get those buckaroonies ready to buy some eyes up here merch once that uh calendar changes from the 25th to the 26th <laughs> yeah yeah I'm sure people will be getting some visa gift cards some cash you know you want to spend it somewhere support us I hey, find great. me I, I'll sell you some out of the back of my trunk if you want some what do you got? I, no, sorry, if you want some shirts, I'll find you. Come on, you find you me. I'll in the guys. back of the trunk. Yeah, and you can't see this, but he's actually flicking his nose when he's saying <laughs> it like a cokehead. That's great. 
Um, okay, nothing against cokeheads out there. Nothing either. against cokeheads. Um, so we love all kinds. If that's what you want to do with your life, then God bless you. Oh but, my um, gosh! Well, you know, wait, time just before to, to cut you off. Sorry, it's <laughs> proof positive that you did have to wear those big shirts because very vividly remember any of those mixed tags that you'd come out saying you'd be wearing the big old franchise T-shirt. So that you are not lying, and if you find any footage of Francine, you'll see exactly what we're talking about in those mixed tag matches. Yeah, they never had my size for anything. So they would be like, oh, go get her a shirt. And then it would be like an extra large and I'd be <laughs> swimming in it. coming. To, yeah, very sexy. But, um, you know, it's it's all good. And, um, yeah, check out the site again. It's TerritoryWrestlingTees.com. Um, they have a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, not just with us. There's, there's other indie wrestlers up there. And there's uh, a lot of territory-themed base shirts as well. So check it out if you have a chance. Uh, what else do we got going on? We got a great guest coming in a little bit. We do have a great guest. He's a little delayed. He had to go get his, uh, little girl off the bus, which I totally get. Um, cause everybody has a half day today cause it's Friday, but it's really Monday. Um, right. shoot. I see. I don't want to go into Disney yet. Cause no, there's no, no, lot. no. Save it. It's there's, okay. There's a lot. I have a full page. Hey, There's let me. Going on. Can, can I give you this? There, look, look. I wrote my backwards message, but if I write this backwards message, do you get it? Yeah, I'm the one that needs help, not you. But, but come on, who, there you go. Thank you. Okay. Dude, <laughs> you don't understand. I, I, Al and I go way back. I washed Head's hair. Oh, you did. Uh, that was the nappiest mannequin I've ever seen in my life. And one oh day we God. were in the back, and it was just wretched and i said ow give me that <laughs> and he's like what are you gonna do with her and i'm like i'm gonna take care of her i washed it i conditioned it i brushed it and it came back looking luxurious oh, and, nice. and beautiful and you could see the difference and then it just went to hell again and then he I grabbed it by it. the hair and he's swinging it all over the place yes, and there but you go <laughs> but, but, but the first night that he did that you could see how beautiful the hair swayed because it was just so bountiful and, and lovely and that was all me do so. you remember, I believe, was it... And then he snowplowed me. Oh, well then. Bastard. <laughs> you, probably, you probably deserved it that night. I, mean, uh, I guess. Probably. I don't know. Do you remember, I think it was, was it Living Dangerously in Asbury Park? I think it might have been Living Dangerously where the it, it, was, it was one of the pay-per-views. It was like, I think it was his first pay-per-view. The heads? And, oh my God. Just talk about a sight to be seen. Those heads, the lights, the music. Oh my God. What a moment. Yeah, I, I tripped over one on the outside. Yeah, and you, said, God, you said that. Yeah, I, and I almost fell flat on my face, but I caught myself. But the ca- I don't think the camera got it, but I was like, oh, that's just great. They were everywhere. They were bouncing off my head. They were they were just all over the place. and um, that. But it looked great for television. Yeah, I can't know? remember. Did he work Shane that, that night? I can't remember. Well, the the one incident I'm talking about, he had to, because why would I be out there? Yeah, let me but see. I'm just clicking Living Dangerously 98, Asbury Park Convention Hall. My home turf did not go to the show, but that's a story for a different day. I have my reasons. Uh, why would you oh, miss yeah, the Al Snow, so yeah. Al Snow and Lance Storm defeated Shane Douglas and Chris Candy. Oh, and- yes, because now I remember that's when Tammy was supposed to be the partner, but then she... Uh, she did the swerve and we hugged yeah. and woo and then Al yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Got okay. it. Um, why didn't you come to that show? Uh, it was just a, a, a comedy of errors uh, with a group of friends that had tickets. They said they had the extra ticket. I was the extra ticket. Then somebody who you know was supposed to go originally 
who backed out, backed back in. So I was very so they upset. left you high and dry. Yeah, and it was a big deal because uh, in that area, I mean, it was like, you know, not that far, obviously, from uh, the, the home turf in central Jersey. Uh, there was a big deal with the on-sale tickets. Like, the, I think it was Taz and Dreamer were at a signing that, like, shut down, like, one of the streets in a town that was around Asbury Park. And this was such a big deal. I was dying to get there, but one extra ticket that was pulled back. Story of my shame. life. I can tell you a million of those stories. I was, I was always the last ticket. Oh, you're in. And then it's like, ah, the other guy who we invited's back in now. So you're Charlie Brown. It's all right. I watched it on you, pay-per-view. You I always had, got the rock. I had the best seat in the house. I watched it on pay-per-view. You got the rock in your bag when everybody was else got tw- candy. 20 minutes from the arena, I watched it on pay-per-view. So there you go. Wow. I, helped out, I helped out the cause in a different way. <laughs> well, let's, let, let's say this. How many of those people are friends with the franchise and Francine and all the it's, people in the business? So. Well, we can talk about the last laugh. I mean, I may uh-huh. say I have that. But I will say this one kid had his mom used to make him Sabu replica pants. <laughs> so he would come to school in these <laughs> big ass shiny Sabu pants. And we're talking silver, green you know, wow. purple. Oh, it was insane. So uh, I do have the last laugh, but those were pretty damn sweet pants. I will give Wait, him that. He just wore them like for yeah, every day. Wore them just like he were, they were his pants. Okay, let's talk about a business that had people wearing Zubaz every day. They weren't. Yeah, it's not that hard to believe are, for the nineties. <laughs> those are like shiny and and sparkly. Sometimes oh, they were shiny. They were shiny. Wow, that's crazy. That's so crazy. Oh my goodness. That, that, that would have been fun to watch. I mean, I know fans would dress up coming to shows, but I didn't know they did that like on the regular. Oh, yeah. High like, school. Going to school and stuff. You got to think about it. Okay. So 98, 99 in high school, everybody who thinks that they're cool, you're watching ECW, you're watching the Attitude Era. Wrestling's no longer like, you know, like, yeah, I'm a wrestling fan. No, it was like, I'm a wrestling fan. This is ECW. You know, this is DX. This is NWO. You're going to like it. And you're probably going to ask me 9,000 questions about this shirt. So, yeah, man, I I do miss that. It was a great time. That wasn't, I will say, I can, we were talking about, you know, oh, maybe we wish we grew up in different eras. Ever I, for growing up in that era of, of wrestling, I will take that any day of the week. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, there's certain points of history that I wish I was able to experience, but I can't, I loved growing up in the eighties. Yeah, I really did. Like it, it was such a, a cool time to be a kid, you know, and nowadays no one ever goes outside anymore and everybody's mm-hmm. stuck on their devices, but we just, you know, everybody played outside when we were little and we played until it was dark and we heard our moms calling us yeah. down the street. And um, it's just, it's different now, you know, and did you have those invisible barriers you couldn't go past? Yes. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Oh yeah. I wasn't allowed to cross the street. Um, Oh God. Until I was way old. Right. Like, and I remember there was a family up the street and they lived like up the street, but across the street. So it was, you had to walk up the street and then you had to cross the street. And she was the same age as I was, but we met, when we were five years old on the first day to kindergarten, because the school was three blocks from our street, but you had to walk past my house to go up a hill right. to go to the grade school. Okay. And her and her mom were walking and we were just starting to come out of the house. And my mom and her mom got to talking and realized, Oh, she lives right up the street. We're the same age. We were a month apart. 
and from then on i don't talk to her now sadly we've grown apart but we were best friends like for years like through school after high school and stuff but then when i got like involved with wrestling and then eventually got married we kind of lost touch uh, but um okay. Uh, yeah, but it's it's funny because like that was a little girl that I could have played with since we were born. Yeah, I didn't know she lived there because I wasn't allowed to cross the street. But I was only five. At the, yeah, but I was only five. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't allowed. We had a bar around the corner. So so my house was like here. You had to go around the corner and then around another corner. So two corners. And it was behind my house. The street behind my house was the bar. And it was a local Italian club. So it was like you had to be a member to get in. But like all the neighborhood kids were allowed to go in there and drink. And we were like 19 years old. They used to let us in. Wow. And, yeah. And not connected at all, huh? Wink, wink, um, wink. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was. It wasn't. It was called the. Oh, I don't want to say what it was called, but it was like (laughs) an Italian American club. And um, my mom wouldn't let me walk him from there by myself. And I lived like, oh, oh, he's on a computer. I texted him. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I wasn't allowed to walk him from there. Somebody always had to walk me or stand on the corner, and I had to scream, "I'm home!" (laughs) (laughs) Two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm 19 years old. but yeah, that's that's the Italian mother worried about me. So it's kind of funny. My invisible barrier was a cul-de-sac that we had oh. at the end of the street. So you could go to the corner, but then you know you had to cross the street. It was in Keyport, New Jersey, so it was a very residential area. But there was a, a like a there was a street you had to cross, and then there was this cul-de-sac. If I even tried to ride my bike towards that cul-de-sac, it's like there was a radar or a buzzer that went off in my house, and they'd be like, "Hey, hey, gotta come back." I'd be like. They know what, well, how do they catch that? Yeah, I wasn't allowed off my street, I had to stay like there was like between five houses when I was outside, right? On my side of the street, and I was obviously up there was a pole, like a um, uh, what's that like a pole, one of those poles, a lot like a telephone pole, telephone pole. I couldn't, there you go, that's um, (laughs) yeah, I couldn't pass the telephone pole and I couldn't pass the corner. So it was like a radius of five or six houses. And my sister at the time lived right past the telephone pole. So if I had to go to my sister's house, she only lived there for a little, but if I had to go to my sister's, I'd have to tell my mom I'm passing the pole to go see Chrissy. <laughs> and she'd be like, all right, you know, but otherwise I was just between these two, these two, uh, the pole in the corner. That yeah, was it. you're afraid. You cross that barrier, you get like a shock collar. You didn't know it was like implanted. And you're like, oh, geez. What? And you know your mom's voice. You yeah. know when oh, you yeah. hear that out that window, forget it. But like today, I don't even have to scream far because they're stuck in the house all day. So yeah. it's uh, to be young. Yeah, right. But exactly. it's okay because we just got a new pool. So in oh. the summertime, we are outside. We are outside all the time in the backyard swimming. So you guys like the Griswolds? Are you get in the, the pool? You're inviting everybody over uh, no, in the no. summertime like, uh, like Clark Griswold? <laughs> no. I, I, my mom is going to be 90 ne- next year, so I am going to have a party for her because, um, you know, hopefully she'll still be around. But uh, that'll be the break-in probably for yeah. the pool. Yeah. That's why I was up in Jersey a few weeks ago. It was my grandma's 90th, and it was the first time uh-huh. my whole family had been together. Literally, everybody in my family, to include boyfriends, girlfriends, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. I think the first time ever. Like the That's full, important. Yeah. 
to include you know, like my kids and, and my niece and everything. So, as uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. So, ni- 90s a biggie. You've seen a it lot is. of stuff in 90 years. Oh my god, <laughs> a lot yeah. of stuff. And she, and she's naive to a lot of things, but she uh, she's the best. And I just you know I like you know it's coming. You don't want to think about it, so you just try to cherish every day that you have, and that's what we're doing for her. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully she makes it and we have a kick-ass party. Yeah, then, absolutely. Yes. All right, here we go. We're back in here. We're having some technical difficulties. And I'm going to hand it over to Francine because I have to tap out of this next couple of minutes. So, Francine, you, you take the stage here and do your thing. Guys, this is – okay, this is Jesse, guys. Can you see? Jesse, Jesse, look, you're on eyes up here. There. Okay. So this is my good friend, Jerry Lynn. Okay. (laughs) Jerry is our guest uh, for this episode, but uh, Jerry's link isn't working. So we couldn't get him onto the audio portion. So he keeps calling me. So I said, well, screw it. I'm going to keep you on the phone on FaceTime. And I'm going to put him up to the microphone, and I'm going to ask him some questions. How about that? This is ECW. This is is our low-budget performance. Here we go. Okay. So, All right. Wait. No, that's okay. Go ahead. I have to get her to get Jesse. He's going bonkers. Jesse's gone nuts. Okay. So, I'm going to put you up to the mic. Talk loudly. Here we go. All right. Can you hear Chad? Can you hear me? I can hear you guys just fine. Okay. So, Jerry, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't hear Chad. Okay. Chad's not talking. It's That's just okay. It doesn't matter. I don't, it's okay. okay. I don't matter. Okay. So, um, first of all, Jerry, if you guys didn't know, Jerry just had some surgery done, uh, what, three weeks ago, Jerry? Yeah, three weeks ago this last Friday. So, tell us what you had done and how you're feeling now. I had a bulging disc. Uh, in my L4 and 5, so they had to go in and take a chunk of the disc off so it would get off the nerve. Ugh. And the surgery was a success, so now I'm just, I just started, I think, about four days ago walking up and down stairs and trying to get some strength back. Right. My glute and legs, so, or my one leg, I should say. So I should be starting back to work the first week of January. So, um, Jerry and I have been kind of supporting each other through our fiascos with oh, our yes with our surgeries. So I I do appreciate the the calls and vice versa. I'm sure uh, we were both climbing the walls trying to oh, get yeah. trying to get healthy and I and I called him when I had my like uh, I call it my nervous breakdown. Um, but <laughs> Jerry Jerry was there for me. So Jerry, I want to say thank you for that. Um, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, you've you've been such a good friend, and uh, we've been friends now for, gosh, like twenty five years. Yeah, something like that. Or so. Probably, yeah, we're probably since ninety seven. Ninety seven. So my fondest memory. Um, I loved working with Jerry, uh, and I'm sure you know that. But I loved. I broke your ribs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Do you do you remember how you did it? Running back with you on my back in toronto canada yeah our, our first I, I think it was our first first time there uh we did a spot where i had to jump on jerry's back and then he rams me into the turnbuckle and he broke my rib I, I thanks jerry i know i still feel bad <laughs> 
I didn't go straight into the corner. I think I hit the rope first, and the rope is what broke your ribs. Oh, very good. Okay. Well, that that explains a lot. So, um, yeah. uh, that's okay though, because the, the feeling great. <laughs> good. Feeling great now. That rib is all healed up. Um. But as much as I like loved working with you, I loved hanging out after the shows. Like, oh yeah, that was the most fun. So, like for those who, and and I think everybody who is a fan of ours knows that that we were like dance partners, and we would always like do these silly dances. So now when I see them, we always replicate the same dance. Yeah, it was some dance you learned as a child. <laughs> yeah, I think I made it up, but oh, you made it up. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I did make it up. Yeah, I think what happened was I was in a play in grade school, and we were supposed to do a dance number. And I think I made it up like five minutes before we got on stage because I didn't I didn't take dance classes or anything, and I didn't know how to dance. So, I... well, it was it was a pretty good little ditty there. You, you a choreographer. Yeah, oh, that I missed my calling, I suppose. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Jerry and I just like to be silly and dance and stuff, but. Tell us about, um, as much as you want, because I, I don't know what you want to say and what you don't want to say. How did you get the gig with AEW? And what, like, before that came, what did you think you were going to do with your life? Oh, wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a story, but I don't know if we're going to tell the story. This is I, so uh, vague. Well, <laughs> since I had... In 2010, I had a back injury that I needed surgery on, too. But that ended my full-time career. And my wife was working for a medical supply company, so she begged her boss to give me a job. <laughs> so, okay. Hey. So I've been working in inventory control for this medical supply company for nine years. So that's what I was doing, but I kept saying to myself, you know, I... Uh, I had bigger plans for my life, and I took a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> so, was it at the corner of Swanson and Rittner? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist that one. That's hilarious. Uh, that one actually helped my career. I know. Uh, I know. It was a joke. But, uh, I know. That was a good one. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, it was when they, they were putting together the first all-in in Chicago. Right. Before it was AEW, and it was just Cody and the Bucks and Kenny Omega, and they all got together and we were putting the ad show together. And I heard about it, and I called them up, and I told them, you know, a lot, you know, I worked for a lot of the major promotions, but the majority of my career was still on the indies. So, and I told them, I said, I really admired what they were doing, and I just asked to be, and I said, I just wanted to be a part of it. So I asked them if I could be a guest referee, and they said, sure. And then uh, I, I don't know if that just opened a door to any possible. It probably did was what opened the door to any possibilities with AEW because I don't I can't remember if it was a year later or whatever. Then uh, one of the Bucks called me and asked me if I was interested in being one of the coaches. I love I it. Said, yeah. I said heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so I know like you had mentioned, <laughs> excuse me, uh, how cool the locker room is, right? Yeah. Like there, it reminds me like from what you told me, it reminds me kind of like our rock, locker room, like back in the day. Um, you're very comfortable there, I'm sure. There's never been a person in this business who has said a bad word about you, so I'm sure they they welcomed you with open arms right away. 
Um, oh yeah, no, it's been great. It's been a you know a great atmosphere backstage, and everyone's rooting for each other, just like ECW was. Do Do you ever think like the night that Arn Anderson came out? Uh, do you ever think that you'll make an appearance in the ring again? Uh, no, I don't want to. No, I, I just no want chance. To stay the camera. Okay, but your face but is I so pretty, do, Jerry. If I go out there, I'll hurt myself. Oh Jesus! <laughs> At this point, um, do you have? I mean, you've been in the business so long. Do you have a favorite opponent or like most memorable match or something no, that stands out? No, there's so many. Right. I enjoyed working with certain people for different reasons, and then there's so many different highlights, you know, or matches that really stand out in your memory and stuff. So yeah, I can't really pick a favorite. Let's, I can, you know, it, it's too hard to pick. I, I, I agree. I, they, people ask me that all the time, and I'm just like, I have no clue. Like, there were so many cool moments, I can't even pick, yeah. right? Um, I'm trying to think, and I know you guys talked about it on your podcast. Let's talk about your podcast first. Tell okay. everybody, if you know the info, because when I ask Mikey, he's like, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> give us uh, the name of your podcast and where it can be found. Um, it's called Front Row Material. Okay. So it might be called FRM Podcast or Front Row Material Podcast. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Annabelle, <laughs> get Jesse outside. He's going crazy. That poor there. dog. He just wants some camera time. Yeah, yeah right. Camera hog. <laughs> no, uh, so, yeah, and it's we're on the MLW Network, so it's probably on wherever you can get podcasts. Okay, and what day, what day are you guys... I think he usually drops it Wednesday mornings. Wednesday morning. Okay, good. Um, so you've talked about this before, but I didn't hear that episode. What did you say about me about the camel toe incident? <laughs> oh, boy. Because I was getting tweeted. Oh. oh, no. And I never had a chance to listen to that episode. So I'm like, okay, did they bury me? Like, I don't even remember. Like, I remember. Yes, you'll remember. I re no, bad. I remember. I I don't remember what I was wearing, but I remember asking people <laughs> because I felt so comfortable around you guys, and I didn't think it was a big deal. I had on these oh. really tight pants, and I was like, hey, right. does it look like I have camel toe? And yeah, they were like uh, really tight slacks. Like yeah. They were almost like bell bottoms or baggy at the bottom. Yes. And it, I think you had almost like a, I don't know if it was a halter type top or, you know, that showed your midriff or what the deal was. But it was the the champ, the world title match in St. Paul. He remembers. <laughs> and you came up to me, not probably not even five minutes before going out to the ring. <laughs> And you came up to me, and we were probably at gorilla position, getting ready to go out. <laughs> and you said, do I have camel toes? <laughs> and, and I just looked quick, and I said, nope, you're okay. No, I'm good. And uh, yeah. so when I got to the ring, I was already in the ring. No, wait, no, no, no. They brought you guys to the ring, brought me to the ring, and then they did the in-ring introduction. Yeah. And so while they were introducing you, I'm just standing at the opposite corner. <laughs> and as they're introducing you, I just extend my arm out with the camel toe sign quickly. With the moose knuckles. <laughs> yeah. It was like this to me, guys. You can't. Here, look. 
too, Jer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just ran up and did that to you. And I could see you just about bust out laughing. I lost it. Look away. I had to put my head down and turn around because I knew what you were doing. And it was the best. I loved, I loved when we could do little jokes. Yeah. Um, and nobody knew except for us, like the little inside stuff, especially at house shows where we can just be ridiculous. That was what I always loved about the business when you're in there with certain people is trying to stay in character, but trying to make each other crack up at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like a contest to try and get the other guy to bust out and laugh. So yeah, it, see, that was the fun part. Yeah, and it's so fun, especially when, like, people like you, who I really loved working with, I, I say it all the time, like, it wasn't work. It was, it was fun. Right. It was, it was, it was yeah, it was, not, you, not exactly, and it's just, like, us in the ring, uh, you're with your friends goofing off, especially, like I said, at the house shows where we could just be the silliest and um, it wasn't so scripted. You know, but little things like that on the pay-per-view, like little things like that. If that was a house show, I would have just took a bump and rolled out and just died laughing. Um, <laughs> you know, but that, that it just shows how the camaraderie was with us and, and how comfortable. <laughs> I would never go up to a stranger and say, hey, do I have camel toe? <laughs> it's like, right, right. <laughs> but I was tweeted like so many people were tweeting me. Oh, Jerry Lynn said you had camel toe. And I was just like, what? I think I know what he's talking about. It's okay. It was a, it was a very innocent story. Yes. And I, I, I had to turn it into a rib in the ring. So. It's the best. I love it. I love it. Well, you're you're going to be going back to work now uh, at the end of, no, the new year, after yes. the new year. Right. And uh, do you have any appearances coming up outside of that that you um, want to? I, I don't. I think the next thing I've got, uh, I can't remember what it is. Uh, are, in March, are, are you with us in March on that big show? Yes. <gasps> I don't even know what it is yet. He was just telling me, "Are you available for March these dates?" And I Take said, it. Yes. yes, I did. Good. All right. Well, then that's when I'll see you again. But I, I'm sure I will talk to you before then. What's the event? I don't remember. <laughs> um. <laughs> We just show up. We just yeah, go. Me, she'd say, uh, so who's picking you up at the airport? Don't I'd know. Say, I, I don't know. No. She says, well, where are you staying? I don't know. Mm -mm. Says, How <laughs> can you travel like that? Well, I just, you just go and someone picks you up. That's what the business is. But nowadays, uh, you know, I won't get into the big white vans anymore. Um, that, I can't the believe I... Vans? The big white van, yeah, the, the murder molester vans that they used to pick yes. us up in. Um, yeah. I just won't do that anymore. But for the March one, Moose booked me. So I'm sure if that's who booked you, then we're probably on the same show. Yeah, so either him or Rodney will be picking us up. Yeah, well, that's good. Then we're safe. I trust them. Yeah. <laughs> we won't die. Uh, we'll live to tell another story. Um, yes. Well, you sound really, you sound better than when I talked to you on Monday. Yeah. I'm a lot better. Okay. Uh, you know, the, uh, after a surgery, it's as much of a mental challenge as it is physical. Right. You know, you, when you're all laid up and can't do nothing, you just kind of lose your self-worth. Oh, yeah. That's why I was telling you all I did was cry. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it was... It's hard. 
Yeah, it's really hard, but you sound like you're in better spirits now. Yeah. Um, do you have plans for the holidays? Um, just going to Pam's mom's, okay. I think, this weekend, and then Christmas will be just at home here, just the three of us, probably. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be a nice, quiet, relaxing time. Yeah. Good, good. We'll, do, like, we'll get the crazy, you know... 30 people in the house done on the weekend before and then Christmas we'll just do ourselves. Sounds good. It sounds yeah. good. Well, I won't hold you up anymore. I just want to say thank you for being my friend. Oh, that sounded like the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being a friend. Yeah. I just One of my favorite memories was at the Burt Flickinger Center in Buffalo. And there we'd always have to end up waiting in the hallway till 4.30 in the morning for our checks. Right. And you and I just started singing TV <laughs> tunes like uh, Gilligan's Island and Flintstones and stuff. And before you know it, we had the whole company in the hallway singing Brady Bunch and stuff with us. And, uh, I'll never forget that. We're so delirious. It's yeah. like whatever uh, keeps us awake, we'll do, you know? Yeah. Because he wouldn't give us our checks until the last person was done doing promos. Which is smart, because no one will skate and leave without doing their promos. Right, right. But it would take all night long. We'd be there till 4.30 in the morning. So, I know. Like we you said, we'd get delirious and just start doing goofy stuff. And I'll never forget that, because it was all these, you know, the big hardcore ECW wrestlers, and we're all singing Brady Bunch together in the hallway. <laughs> well, see, we've been keeping each other sane for about 25 years now, so that's good. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, we are. No, but you've been a really good friend to me, and I appreciate it. Um, you know, and I'm so happy that you, you know, you're in the position that you're in now with uh, with AEW. So I wish you success with that and with the podcast. Oh, you. Yeah. You. So I think 2020 is going to be a good year for you. Um, I think so. Yeah. 2019 was a rough year. I had three surgeries this year. So Unbelievable. I'm hoping I'm done for at least five years. Let's go for 10. Yes. Yes. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, you take care. You have a great holiday. I'm sure I'm going to talk to you again before, you know, oh, yeah. before March. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk. But tell Pam and Annabelle I was asking for them and just have a great Christmas and um, a wonderful New Year. And I will talk to you soon. All right. All right, bye. Hi for me and you guys have a great Christmas too. You too, sweetie. Right. Take care. Bye bye. All right, and we're back here in real time as Jerry Lynn has departed. And before we get into our wrap-up, it was awesome to have Jerry on. I apologize for not being able to uh, talk to him because he couldn't hear me, but I'm glad we got him on, and that's a great year-ending guest uh, for us. And I'm very, uh, very happy that he's doing well, and uh, it's, good. it's always good to hear from him. He's such a good dude. But before we get into our wrap-up, hit us with your little Disney quip tidbit for the week I sprinkled oh this. yeah bro, well I had a lot to talk about I'll, I'll just shorten it um Epcot is being demolished like there is yeah, I was reading something about there, there there's is, a lot of stuff going on there's scrim and tarp everywhere um innovations west that used to hold the the club cool where you can go in and get the beverages from around the world you know you could sample little drinks and everybody hated the Beverly because it tasted like crap um it's gone. It's completely gone. The wow. Starbucks, Starbucks was there, completely gone. Uh, they built a new Starbucks. It's in a temporary location. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just demolished. It just looks like a wreck. Um, it's been there since 1982 when Epcot opened. Um, 
I think they're clearing it out. They're going to put a bunch of trees, food booths. I think the Moana attraction might be running through there. Um, they're also working on the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster and the new play area for the kids. Um, that's coming along nicely. Uh, but there's just so much scrim. I hate it. Like, so many walls are up. Uh, the Fountain of Nations, the beautiful, big, huge fountain, that's demolished wow, as well. Geez. Um, yeah, the new entrance is supposed to be done by January of 2020. So hopefully by the time we get there, most of the things will be cleared out. Um, the good news for me is Spaceship Earth is still open. This might be one of the last chances I get to ride it before it closes for refurbishment for two whole years. Wow. They are completely changing the inside from what I hear. Um, but it's one of our favorite rides. We love it. Absolutely love it. And um, I'm glad to, to get to ride it one more time. Um, over in Magic Kingdom, the Tron coaster is visible. You can see the track layout crystal clear. And I get really nervous every time looking at it. Uh, just watch Shanghai's uh, version of Tron. It <laughs> freaks me out. I know I'm going to go on it, but I'm probably going to throw up. So the anxiety is kicking in just looking at the layout. But um, yeah, Epcot is just being demolished all wow. over the place. So um, I really don't want to walk into a park that just has scrim all over. It just it's not a fun thing, you know. So hopefully yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, hopefully the you know, but those Imagineers are quick. Like they get stuff done. So within like a month or two's time, they could have things up and running in in, in the blink of an eye. So yeah. Um, but right now, when you look at these videos, it just looks like wow, where is everything going? Like wow. it, it just looks like a bunch of demolitions happening. So uh, I feel bad for anyone's in Epcot right now. Well, for your sake, I hope everything that you want is going to be available to you in I just a so matter too. of weeks. It's almost I here. So. Yes, it is. Almost I'm, I'm here. So, excited, so. all right. There you go. Well, let's get into the wrap up here. We uh, we still have to record our Patreon extra for the week. It will be a finale if you, of sorts, if you will, as we get into the end of the year. Uh, again, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's just been an awesome uh, couple of months starting off Eyes Up here and uh, and seeing how everything's developed and seeing the cool things that we've had come our way and the great people we've met. I'm very thankful for anyone who listens uh, to not just this show, but any TMPT Empire show, and I'll keep it short and sweet, TMPTEmpire.com, PlacetoBeNation.com if you want to check out my baseball show, and you can follow me on Twitter at Chat EMB. And I did re-up my Instagram account. I just don't get it. Ooh. So it's ch at Chat EMB. I just don't get it. I hate Instagram, but I have it, it. Uh, across the platform. It's ECW Diva Francine. Um, I do have an appearance January 11th. Just going to plug it real quick at the Wrestling Universe. It's myself, Shane Douglas, Sandman, and Just Incredible. We are there, I believe, from one to three. More info, you could come to my Twitter page and Instagram page. Uh, info is on there. And um, that's it. Uh, I hope everybody has a beautiful Christmas or whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays. And um, we'll, we'll, are we talking before the new year or are we on hiatus? Do we have a show? One, week? one week off, then we come back the first uh, week of January. All right. So if we're not here before the new year, have a very blessed, healthy new year. Thank you for all the support. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling. What the world is downloading.